Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering the Artful Dodger Season 1, Episode 2, Blessings of St. Cossacks. Or does he say Cossacks? I think he says Cossacks. So we're going to go with that. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher who is really kind of in love with the world of Charles Dickens and specifically Oliver Twist. Uh, although I'm, I'm by no means an expert, but I'm covering this show and watching it with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hi, and I am in no way an expert of this universe. In fact, I'm more or less tagging along. Oh, thank God. Good, good. Very good. Yes, yeah, wonderful. Heady stuff. Much, much to ponder. Okay. <laughs> Is it that thought-provoking that I said? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a, I'm, I'm quoting the guy, the governor. Now, did you recognize the, the actor oh. who plays the governor, by the way? This is when um Mortimer's yes when he's almost falling asleep yes. <laughs> yes he wakes up oh yes yes oh thank God good good very good yes wonderful Heady no stuff. I don't recognize Much the actor this is Kevin Garvey from the Leftovers really no not that Kevin Garvey oh the, the other Kevin Garvey from the Leftovers the Aussie the Aussie Kevin Garvey do you huh. remember him from season three no no he's a he was also a police chief. He hit oh, a kangaroo yeah. in his car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, I yeah. don't know. This okay. is him. This is him. Well, all right. Oh, uh, Leftovers, my still, favorite series. My favorite series. We've got it covered in its entirety. Go back and check it out. Although we, we Kurt and I, were still a little rough around the edges for that one. So, but still good coverage, I think. Long. It's very long coverage. It is very long. I forget how long those were. Oh, was it like two hours or first Yeah, there were plenty that went over two hours. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, folks, we, we have watched this episode, uh, and we would love to guess each other's ratings, so let's do that. Ratings. All right, Kurt. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you liked this episode as much as you liked the first one. The, was the the novelty of the first one? You weren't quite sure what to expect. It, it hadn't. Uh, it, it was entertaining to you. I think you still found a lot of entertainment value to this episode. I think you really enjoyed it. Uh, I think you might feel like it's a little bit too similar to episode one. So I think that might be a ding on it. But I do think you're excited about the very end because it seems like. Okay, we're done with this whole Darius lost in a card game thing, uh, and there's we're moving on to like the the actual plot, the story of the series. So I think that pleases you, but I think overall it's it's not you weren't as high on it as the first episode, so you gave it an eight out of ten. Okay, and you talked about this last episode. Which actually, you had seen episode one and episode two, correct? I had, I had, yes. So when you predicted that monks might come into the series, you had already seen that monks. Yes, but the I did not see that it was in the subtitles. It is in the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, it is called monks. I, 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 I thought, I thought that, uh, I thought this was monks when I saw him because I knew it wasn't Bill Sykes. Bill Sykes is definitely dead. But it could have been monks, and so when I, when this happened, I was like, "I bet that's monks," and I, I felt very proud of myself. And then on a rewatch, I see it right in the closed captioning. I'm like, "Well, maybe I, I just don't saw even know it, who but... monks really is, and I knew it was monks." So take that for <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, monks is monks is a character in the book. He's not in the musical, uh, mm-hmm. but he's he's just Oliver's half brother so yes. they have the same father different mothers uh but monks is is pretty cruel and merciless and really just out of spite just tries to defame oliver's name and cut him out of the will and stuff like that so i i'm i'm, sh- I'm certain that there's something to do with oliver here um uh, i don't I, whatever we can speculate about that later but go ahead and take my take your guess at my rating so you're happy to see monks. I think you're happy to see that this story is not just a story after the main stuff with Oliver Twist, but rather they're they're bringing back in monks. You think Oliver Twist will be seen? We're we're gonna we're we're, we're getting in for it will help the fact that you saw Oliver Twist in the previous stuff before. So I think you're really into the X. You seem really into the universe. As for what happens in the episode, I think you thought it was very funny. 
And there's a, there's enough Fagin. I'm basically looking at if there's enough Fagin in an episode, Mr. Sal rated highly. <laughs> so I think I think there's enough Fagin here, uh, uh, acting in the Fagin ways that you gave a, a nine out of ten. Okay, I mean that's that's pretty pretty much uh, now on head. So you got me nine out of ten. Uh, I love the Fagin stuff. I thought the Fagin <laughs> stuff was fantastic. It's so good. Uh, I. I actually really liked the Jack and Bell stuff, especially when they're just like conversing with each other outside the hospital twice. Actually, both times I thought they were really, really great. Um, I thought the con at the end was super fun. We were just talking before we started recording, like we don't really have a heist series. And, and this kind of felt like a little bit like a heist. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, Fagan, you go, do, you go do this thing. I'll t- uh, and then Timmy, you got to do this thing for me. And then we'll put this all together into this plot and we'll execute this thing. And everybody will be like, oh, snap. And that's kind of what happened. So anyway, yeah, I, I, I love this episode. I thought it was great. Uh, very enjoyable, very entertaining and exciting at the end that there's going to be some sort of i don't know i i don't i don't honestly need a big plot pusher like monks I, i'm perfectly happy just hanging out with dodger and fagan for, for an hour but <laughs> having my <laughs> weekly hour <laughs> but but this this i think is going to be good i think i'm i'm excited about it so so yeah i, I gave it a nine out of ten how about you I also gave it a 9 out of 10. Ooh, it's a fun like series. It? Yes. It's, it's very funny. I think yeah. those drunken guys. Oh, <laughs> the my God. Angle here, like Fagan's. Yep. Kind of, I guess, side scam. Yep. <laughs> he's got going on. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. I think. And even Bell becoming, trying to become a surgeon and I guess learning the way that medicine was being pra- practiced and trying to change it there's a lot of comedy in that too like how nasty it was and all this other stuff uh it's really comedic uh and i i am glad that the gambling arc is over because that's good i I don't think that could have been a whole season wise i was going to be annoyed if the whole season yeah was him going i want you to get this 26 pounds (laughs) yeah exactly so that's over with just a chase scene every (laughs) every episode (laughs) but now he might be back in the game metaphorically i mean he says he's not jack but it looks like he will be and i look look forward to that it's yeah. it looks I, I i like watching it it's, it's a fun yeah. thing to watch along and i'm curious to see where it's gonna go oh, so i gave awesome. it a nine good good i'm uh, good good yes good very good very good yes <laughs> wonderful heady heady stuff much much to ponder <laughs> yeah i i am having a blast watching this series i, I i'm really glad that we're covering it because it's a nice deviation from what we've been doing for a little <laughs> Despite while. Despite there being as much gore as there is, though, and there's still people They're dying. Like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was kind of a theme of this episode. And every, every episode has two or three scenes where you kind of, you know, you, you, you sit back and you think, huh, that actually is a really good point. And I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. So that I, at least I think there's, there's like mm-hmm. two or three scenes worth of, like real substantive like stuff that you could roll around in your mind and not come to a definitive conclusion about and i really like that so uh, it's not too much it's not like it's not like uh, like even like shrinking which is also very very funny um but there's always plenty grounding it to a real emotional core that really gets you thinking this gives you a little bit of that. I think enough to keep me, you know, intellectually stimulated, but also have so much fun along the way. So I'm glad. I'm glad you're liking it. Well, then I wonder what your favorite scene was. Favorite scenes. All right. Well, I know you thought that the. St. Cossack stuff was funny, and I know that you thought that Bell trying to clean up the hospital and the drunken people, they were funny. I don't know if the, any of those were your favorite scene, though. I am i think maybe what your favorite scene is, is when Jack is uh, talking to Bell about what it takes to be a surgeon and how he gets paid in room and board, basically, and has a gamble, his, uh, for, gamble for, for any extra money that he gets. Um, yeah, so I think you know, he really kind of shows in that scene that he 
is a good surgeon. He wants to be a good surgeon. He'd love to be a better surgeon, but these are the constraints that he has. And so he does what he can with what he has and try to kind of teach her the practicalities that she's got to work with uh, rather than just being, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, well, I guess he's, he's trying to show her how to be a, more of a pragmatist and less of a pie in the sky. Uh, yeah, what she wants isn't realistic in the given circumstance. Idealist. That's what that's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. So, yeah. So that scene outside the hospital. Okay. And I, it's got to be something with Fagan. All right. I'm, I'm sticking with that. What? <laughs> it's got to be something with Fagan. <laughs> it, it might be when he's doing the scam to the bishop. I mean, priest. He calls him a bishop. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so great. Or maybe I I think you went with when he. It's not very long, though. And that's the issue, which is why you might not have picked this. If this was longer, you 100% would have picked this. Here's what you picked. I want to say it. All right. At least what you you definitely would have picked if it was longer. You might have still picked it. It's what I'm going to guess, which is Fagan's kind of when he's alone in the confession booth and he's confessing to God. And how, because now that you've explained to me Fagin's mannerisms and how he's kind of Littlefinger-esque, although he's kind of, <laughs> although I haven't, by the way, I haven't finished Game of Thrones, listeners, so if I'm wrong about that in some way, like there's a, something that Littlefinger ends up doing that's completely different to the way Fagin is, I apologize, but at least from the earlier seasons when I know Littlefinger, Fagin's kind of like that, right? He cares a lot about himself. I, you know, he projects that he cares about other people, but he, end of the day, cares about Fagin most, and when he confesses should I talk to God? He's both blaming God for the way he is, but also kind of hoping that uh, Jack won't lose his hand. But hey, you know, that's up to you. <laughs> so I think that's your uh, that sums up Fagin's character that you're really into. So I think that's your favorite scene. Wow, I really wear it on my sleeve, don't I? Yeah, that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that is my favorite scene. Fagin, because here, and here's the big reason why. And this happens, you know, in, a lot in series and in movies. It's it's like when someone is alone and talking to, you know, God or themselves or whoever, when that happens, like you can be certain that you're getting honesty out of them because they're not lying to anyone. They're not, there's no angle to this. He's saying what he's actually feeling. And, and I really, I really like that. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I, I really like series and and movies that have a religious theme or religious element to it because when a character talks to god you are getting their deepest darkest secrets so i love this because it shows us fagan does actually acknowledge that he's done crappy things right he, he is mm-hmm. not perfect he acknowledges that a lot of the things that he's done have been bad they've been really awful you know um especially what he did to jack he 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 says exactly that he says what i did to that one that boy when he was a kid you know he doesn't apologize for anything he never apologizes for anything he acknowledges that he did wrong but he doesn't he doesn't there's no contrition here so if we're using the ozark formula of contrition confession absolution and penance i mean there's no contrition there is confession but there's no contrition. He's not sorry for it. And certainly there's not any absolution coming from any place else or any penance that he's done yet. But he even tells God that he shares the blame for his nature. Right? Like, yeah, you're to blame for this. It's my nature. You gave it to me. So I don't know what you want me to do about it. I'm just going with nature. Um, but he does have nightmares. So he's he is haunted by this. And this is one of the things that I always liked about Fagin is that he does these things because he feels like he needs to um and he's not going to apologize for doing them but he doesn't he wishes that he didn't have to so there's a a, my favorite song in the whole musical which is the reason i wanted to play fagin because i got to perform this song it's called reviewing the situation and the last verse of it goes i don't want nobody hurt for me or made to do the dirt for me this rotten life is not for me it's getting far too hot for me there is, uh, uh, don't want no one to rob for me, but who will find a job for me? There is no in between for me, but who will change the scene for me? And, and he basically resolves, like, I'm, I'm a bad guy. I got to just lean into it because there's nothing else I can do. And I have, I, so I, I kind of, I'm stuck with this. I wish I wasn't, but this is, these are the cards I have. 
and I got to play them as, to the best of my ability. And we see that here, like this song or this, this prayer almost could have been in song form reviewing the situation. So, <laughs> which was now you didn't know that, but th- that's, no. that's great. But anyway, he asked God to watch over Jack for just tonight. He needs him with both his hands. And when he says he needs him, the thing about Fagan is Fagan is not like, he's not someone who can like physically hurt you. Right. And he, mm-hmm. he's not in Oliver Twist either. You know, he's, he's, his stature is diminutive. He's, he's, he's scrawny and he's weak and he kind of relies on the strength of other people. So he's never going to hurt you physically, but the, where he can hurt you is, you know, with secrets, you know, I, I have this over you. Like if I, if you go, if I go down, you're going with me. Like that, that's mm-hmm. where he can hurt you. Um, so the thing about Fagan then is that he does feel physically threatened by people. He, in, in Oliver Twist, he feels physically threatened by Bill Sykes and, and he's scared of monks. It's actually like stated somewhere in the book. I can't remember exactly where that, you know, he, he is afraid of this guy. So when he says to, you know, God or whoever, I need him. I think that there's a very good chance that he's being coerced into all this. This is not like his plan or his idea. This is, Monks is going to kill me if I don't play along. So, mm. oh, so, that's, so, what, so that's what you're throwing out for the season here is that Monks is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I think that there's certainly. Now, it is also very possible that Fagan is manipulating everybody and that he is the mastermind of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that he definitely, although Dodger does tell us you never have a plan in this episode but it's it's possible that that he is but what when i hear him say in this confessional you know i need him it's it sounds to me like if he doesn't get dodger to play ball monks he's in trouble with monks and that's that's a problem so anyway that that is my favorite scene uh oh i should also mention that Nah, I'll talk about that later. So, anyway, okay. uh, yeah. So that's my favorite scene. What was your favorite scene? I'm sure I was wrong. You were wrong. You did not yeah. get me right. I and I'll, I'll leave it to you to judge when the scene starts and when it ends. But if I could choose this, which I don't think I'm allowed to, but it's from the three drunken guys with the professor, the priest, <laughs> yeah. and um, I forgot the other person's name who ends up having a. There's, there's a th- lawyer. That's his name. The is lawyer Tinker. that has. Tinkler, okay. The yeah. lawyer Tinkler that has the um, medical problem. What was it a hernia? Yeah, it was a hernia. A strangulated yeah, yeah. hernia. Yeah. <laughs> when when they get so drunk, they start lifting things because <laughs> men are superior. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's what, and that's what gets him the hernia. Yeah. And yeah. then and then the professor gets him back to the operating room and starts to act out him drunk. Uh, yeah. for the show and so wherever you want to draw the line for that scene whether it's if it's if it's only when the professor's operating on him drunk and then jack and bell take over fine if i'm allowed <laughs> to scoop in him getting the hernia and then bringing him over i will oh yeah but, yeah yeah absolutely okay. i think so then that's that and that then that's my favorite scene yeah the it, only bit there's a little bit in between there where the priest returns to the church to find fagan overcome they do, they have, religious zeal yeah. so yeah do, well and then well well uh yeah and they cut between fagan and the they do so i mean i would say it stops when he gets him on the operating table probably i mean it, it, maybe maybe you can throw in that he uses the hernia tool <laughs> gently on the skin <laughs> but i, I also in there I, yeah also in sure there Toss yeah, it okay. in there. That's I'm not sure it goes much farther than that because there's a lot of Fagan stuff interspliced with this too. <laughs> but I mean, if I guess if you if you're counting all of this, the Fagan stuff included, then probably this is my favorite scene too. No, I'm so. not counting the Fagan stuff included. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's just interspliced yeah. in it. it. Yeah, and it mostly because I thought it was super funny. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh yeah, I I was laughing mentally, and then if you include uh, Bella. Or Bell and Jack's involvement in it. It's Bell seeing what it's like working under the professor. Yeah. See how it really is. Her her gumption, mm-hmm. go get him attitude. Jack doesn't want to operate. She yep. says, Well, we have this magical thing, Ether. Is that yeah. her? No, it's Ether. Ether. Ether, Ether. Ether. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's give it a try. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so uh, there's do. another bit to this scene that I really like too. And he gets back and he sees that his hospital's been cleaned. He's like, what does that smell? <laughs> it's, like, it's cleanliness. Sir. And it's like so clean. It's like clean and oh, been like yeah. redone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'll have, you know, the one in every six of his patients goes on to live a very full life. <laughs> Uh, there's no time for for remediating the cleanliness right now, though. He's got to he's got to get that uh, painless massage, groin massage going. <laughs> but it was hysterical when when they're lifting things to show <laughs> how manly they are, how superior <laughs> they are. <laughs> Can a woman lift this? Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very very funny. All right, cool. I, I mean, I like that scene. I, I guess you leaned into the comedy there, so I, I wasn't sure no, if I you would lean into did. the comedy. I thought not. about I thought about um picking one of the Fagan scenes because they are, but yeah, that was just so funny. Yeah, it, it was. It definitely was. But, all right, Kurt. Well, then it's time to play. Who said it? Who said it? Kurt, I have three quotes for you, as per tradition, other than bodies. And I'll say, I see the inflation <laughs> has subsided. Yes, it has. We've begun the recession. <laughs> okay. I guess we've uh, had deflation. But. Yeah, deflation, exactly. All right. Your we'll first quote. Two. Um, it's as real as my faith. I swear, I... It's as real as my faith. Oh, it's this is Fagan to the priest. Which, if do we have the priest's name? I don't know the priest's okay. name. But so. this is when he's giving him the uh, the, the the idol, <laughs> the, divine, the, the divine item, and he's questioning the how real it is. And he's like, "Well, it's as real as my faith." That's right. <laughs> From the same. I love that response. It's so great. Is this real? It's as real as my faith, which is non-existent. So yes. no, certainly not real, because my faith is also not real. Yeah, that, it's not lying. Exactly. I love the that. best not right. lying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Fagan tells the priest that the, this relic was bestowed upon him as a blessing and a burden. He's like, I was alone on Mount Sinai. I thought you were in Jerusalem. I met a man on Mount Sinai who told me to go to Jerusalem. <laughs> like, I, I love it. It's like he, how he just, I love how he just rolls with it. Fagan's so cool. Oh God, I love it. David Thewlis is great. Uh, anyway, and he's he's gonna give me this relic that's going to be a blessing, but also a curse. And Fagan has attached the the rubies, the necklace that he can't seem to fence, uh, to this cross, which has the the. TB Cossacks uh, attached to it here. So, and he says that it's the relic of a saint, Saint Cossacks. <laughs> the guy, never, the priest never heard of him. Oh, her, her. Three of the popes owe their papacy to her. She touched the popes? Oh, very often, I suspect. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so great. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah, so this whole St. Cossack's bit, I, I find to be hysterical. It was very funny. It was good. Yeah. And it shows yeah. Fagan's character. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Are you, so, oh, so I, I should mention here that um, there's a lot about Fagan and uh, relevant to uh, faith here in this episode. So, very problematically, in Dickens' original book, Fagan is commonly referred to by other characters and the narrator as the jew okay so is the narrator a, in the original book i is it uh, like just a an character just an okay 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 yeah. all right yeah so uh so it's it's very uh, i mean it's problematic obviously but um it's very clear that fagin is jewish so the fact that he's asking questions in this episode about catholicism and he's posing as a priest and he's you know talking to you know god uh is all in the context of he is or at least in the book was jewish all right okay so, all right number two you ready for this one mm -hmm. there are more things to medicine than death this is Bell to Jack when I remember exactly 
It's when they're outside and he's trying to lay it on her about how there's death in medicine, obviously, and she rebuts back that there's life in there, too. And hope. Yes. Yes, you got it. That's right. And this is the scene I picked as your favorite scene that I was obviously wrong about. But uh, in the scene, Jack tells Bill that the prof will do everything, undo everything that she did to clean the place up. She's clearly winning Jack over in this scene. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. But, yeah. Uh, he tells her that the to study anatomy, and, and she clearly already has. So he tells her that this is about more than just names. It's about looking into the face of a child, knowing that they're going to die, and knowing there's nothing you can do to help them. And this is what I mean by, like, every, you know, two or three scenes an episode, they give you something like this that you really – kind of sticks in i don't know this sticks yeah, in my mind yeah it's the yeah. beef jerky exactly yeah there you go it's a beef jerky <laughs> the episode fantastic <laughs> that analogy helps me understand it better mr sal fantastic i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> uh, bell thinks there's more to medicine than death life and hope and he confides in her that he does not get paid at all only room and board he gambles for income but now he's in danger of losing a hand and that's why fagin stole the necklace so he's trying to justify to her i I, it, the way I see this is she has won him over. He he admires what she's trying to do here uh, and, and her as a person. Uh, and he's trying to justify her to her that he's not just some common thief. He's not. There's there's more to him than just stealing that necklace. There's a reason why he stole that necklace. Uh, and it's because he wants to keep his hand so he can keep being a sur- surgeon. And he, fi- he ends the conversation with, you want to become a surgeon, then expect nothing in return. Uh, and she she gets to stew on that for a little while now. Okay. Mm. You're two for two. But this last one. I was one three period. for three last episode. Can I keep yeah. it up? I don't know. This last one's going to be tough. You ready for this? Hit me. Come, my wild mare. What the heck? Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> is this Darius and whoever uh, Miss Gaines, whoever um, Captain Gaines' wife uh, is her name Peggy? I forgot. It might yes, be Peggy. it is Peggy. Yes. Okay, I, it's Darius to Peggy before they do the dirty. I will give you half a point. <sighs> Did I get the wrong way around? It, no, it is Darius to Peggy before they do the, do, do the dirty. How did I get but it wrong? It's not. It's not only Darius to Peggy. Before they do the dirty. Well, there's two instances of it? Yes, it comes up again. Oh, well, you can't. No, no, no. That's my (laughs) thing. You can't do that to me. (laughs) But we'll talk about the half point you got first. (laughs) And then I'll tell you where else it comes up. (laughs) So so, uh, Fagan gets a strong laxative from Tim and puts it in the sacramental cups at church, which he gives to all of the guards drink drink up the holiness they even, they even drink it the glass oh it is definitely because the guards just are puking and, and running to whatever they used for diarrhea i don't know anyway uh fagan brings the doctor because you know that that was his plan all along jack tried to climb a wall and he's like no, no no i just made them all sick you're a doctor we go in through the front door so they're in they find the safe just after dodger notices feet exiting the window which we got to remember to remember that that somebody else was in there before they were and apparently emptied out the safe before they could Mm -hmm. but peggy's on her way so they hide under the bed she gets on top of it and she gets so they get under the bed she gets on top of it with darius and he says come my wild mare now there's another instance of this though and this is why what I picked this. It's it's so good. I really love this. In fact, so if we jump, we'll, we'll jump to the scam. Okay, Jack mm-hmm. pays Darius this fake money that Fagin oh. has made. Okay, he mm-hmm. wants to double the bet. Yeah, it's not really double because it's only like yeah, two. It's pounds. not really money. Yeah. <laughs> so he and Fagin go Darius into playing. If he loses, he loses both hands. 
Now, Fagan and Jack banter about how dangerous Captain Gaines is, especially to men who even look at his wife. And you can see Darius starting to sweat here about it. But Jack and Fagan vocalize how bad his hand is. Oh, he should just call off the bat. It's terrible. No, no, can't do that. Jack wants to shake Darius's hand as this as his last act with his hand. And when he does, he removes that hidden sleeve card that Darius was about to play. And Jack plays it instead with his flush. And Darius, of course, accuses him of cheating. But he counters by rolling up his sleeves and requesting that Darius do the same. Well, with no response, they take their winnings and bugger off. Jack says to Fagin, come, my wild mare. And Fagin <laughs> twirls Darius's watch, which he stole from the room. So it's they've already talked earlier in the in the episode about how they can't just blow Darius into Captain Gaines, otherwise they'll hang with him. Right? right. Because so they can blackmail him. They can, certainly can let him know that they <laughs> know, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what they do here. They quote him at him, come my wild mare, and they show him the pocket watch so that he's very clear. They were there. They know it, and he. They have. They have this over him now. So, I really love that, though. I love That's cool. It. That is yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, but that. I mean, that's a little passing grade. I'll take that. Yeah, two and a half out of three. He's get degrees, <laughs> yeah, and that's what you got. You got to see. So good for you. Actually, is that a B? B's got of, degrees. Five out of six. That's a <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a that's a B. I think right. Yeah, it's like eighty three percent. Yeah, good that's for you. The same okay. goes. B's got degrees. <laughs> that is not the same, but we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Kurt. So that's that's it. We we two and a half out of three. We've got each other's favorite scenes down. Now let's recap the rest of the episode. I just want to make sure it's understood in the last segment. You said we both got each other's favorite scenes. Now <laughs> we both guessed. I got yours. <laughs> you did not get mine. Shh. Don't was talk about segment. that. That was a few segments ago. We don't. We don't talk about that, Kurt. <laughs> we moved okay. past it now. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, if, if I was really quick like fake, I'd come up with a way to make that your fault, but I can't think of anything right now. So, all right. In flashback is where we you can say young. You could say I picked a bad scene. <laughs> wow, <that's, laughs> it sounded to you. You gave me the scene. <laughs> All right. So in flashback, young Jack assists with a leg amputation on a ship during battle. I assume this is the captain who kind of rescued him, uh, and he tells him to put those fast hands to work sewing this guy up. Unfortunately, there's another guy there that there's nothing they can do about that one. It's intestinal. And so they can't really do anything except hold his hand and see him to the next life. We get the obligatory chase scene next where Jack runs from Darius and his goons. I guess the, his goons name is Aputi. So we're able to figure that out, which is good. Mm-hmm. Bell shows up in the hospital and go, goes into the forbidden operating room. Did, I forget, did she declare that she was the governor's daughter at this point? Not to, not to, is it Nettie or Hetty? I think it's Hetty. Does she, remember. is it common knowledge that she's the? I think it's common knowledge. I, well, Jack can recognize her. That's true. Maybe only to high right. society, she's common right. knowledge. I mean, so, Prof recognizes her, but that's because he spends time yeah. in the governor's mansion. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming she does not know this is the governor's daughter. and she's You're just, probably right. She just stampedes her way into the operating room. She sure does. She sure okay. does. Now, Darius catches up to Jack and gives him until Wednesday, or he takes his right hand. So he's taken away the choice. Gave him an extra day, but now you don't get a choice. It's your right hand. Timmy tries to make a... And we learned this guy's name, too. I'm really happy. So We're learning all sorts of names. Yes. Timmy tries to make a prosthetic hand for Jack so that he can still perform surgery after Darius takes the hand. This is so sweet. It is. <laughs> There's no luck yet, unfortunately. Uh, Fagan is, is having trouble fencing the rubies. Now, Bell imagines a cheering audience in the operating room, and Bell goes to Jack 
He tries to set her up as a nurse, but that's not why she's here. Women can't be surgeons. Society's rules. But here, the thing is, she is society. So he puts her to work emptying bedpans, which is disgusting to her. And she's also disgusted by the lack of cleanliness in the hospital and resolves to clean it up no matter what the professor thinks. Uh, at one point, uh, this is a really funny quote where uh, she, she says, you know, what, what do you want me to do with this? You want me to just dump it in the back? That's terrible. And he says, well, you may fashion a quilt from it should you desire. Uh, <laughs> I So I don't think her true intentions are this, but it's comical to me. When she's mm-hmm. in the operating room and she hears the cheering and the chanting, mm-hmm. yeah. in my head, I'm, I'm wondering... Is she just in this because she wants like the the glory of it all? Like she doesn't really care about helping people. She does I seem mean, like she does care about helping people so for sure. Cleanliness stuff. But when she's in that room, yeah. When she was in that room in that moment, I was, huh? Does she just want the glory of this? Like it, like the showmanship? I I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think she wants both. <laughs> I, I yeah, think she does. I, which is Jack, really, right? He genuinely wants to help people, but. He says in episode one, it's bloody exhilarating. Like when you're, when you're playing God like that. So I think she wants that too. I think that, and I think that's, I think she can hold both of those. That's part of being a surgeon back in the day. I guess so. So a surgeon, a lawyer, and a priest walk into a bar. Actually, they just sit and talk about the worthless people they're meant to serve. (laughs) And how they're going to stop drinking. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Fagan tries to fence Darius's wife's. Darius, did you catch that? This necklace belongs to Darius's wife. Uh, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess the, the bar t- the barkeep here says, you know, we all know this is Darius's wife's necklace. Yeah. Okay. No, that's the one he robbed it from last episode. Yeah. He's yes. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. That is Darius's but, wife. But but Darius is the guy who Jack owed twenty six pounds to. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting this so, confused with Captain Gaines' wife. Okay, okay. I'm no, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm getting two people confused. I'm like, wait a second. But oh, we've yeah. seen her before. She didn't look familiar. Okay, right. I see. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, so he may still be in trouble with Darius if Darius <laughs> finds out that that St. Cossack's relic contains his wife's necklace <laughs> and just where that St. Cossack's relic came from. Anyway, he tries to fence it. Everyone knows it belongs to her, and so he can't fence it. He needs to try to fence something useful like gold or shovels some which are things that you know probably well gold obviously yes but but shovels are probably things he was not thinking about fencing (laughs) big holes yeah yeah, i guess so there i mean i i think if i'm not mistaken there's a lot of gold mining going on in australia at this time oh okay so they get rich selling jeans and pickaxes exactly jeans (laughs) Isn't that what happened yep. during the American Gold Rush? Oh, and jeans got popular. Is it really? I didn't know yeah. that. That's funny. Yeah, miners were loving oh, jeans. Oh, Very man. sturdy. What? Uh, oh, crap! What was the? What was that series that I watched? Hamesh Patel was in it. It was all about like the gold rush at this time in Australia. I can't remember what it was called. The no, the luminaries. It might have been the luminaries. It was the luminaries. That was, that was an okay series. Interesting. What was that even on? I don't remember what's what streaming service that was on. But it was something. Oh no, that was New Zealand. That was not Australia. So maybe I, I think I think there still was a gold rush in Australia too. But I, I might be wrong about that. Anyway, <laughs> in either Bell, case, yeah, Bell cleans house and burns sheets. Uh, she even opens the windows, thereby exposing them to God's wrath. <laughs> That's why they keep the and windows releasing closed. the contagion. <laughs> yeah, in order to not release contagions or expose us to God's wrath. <laughs> but Fagan overhears the priest lamenting the lack of relics, icons, and saints' bones in Port Victory. He'll never become a bishop. All right. So the next scene that we already talked about, because this is where Bell says uh, it's it's about more than death. Fagan returns, inquiring to Dodger about Catholics. He refers to uh, him to the nurses because they're, he says, they're all Catholic. Check with them. As Hetty empties a bucket, Fagan asks about her faith and about a bone she's throwing out. 
It's a woman's Cossacks, and she died of tuberculosis before she was hanged, which they still did, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. That seems pretty cruel. All right. Next scene is your favorite scene, so we'll mm -hmm. kind of gloss over this a bit. But anyway, the priest returns to the church to find Fagin overcome with religious zeal. He just <laughs> had to go to church. <laughs> so what a zealot he is. Mm. Uh, the professor gently places the hernia tool onto the skin, and his friend just screams. But Fagin tells the priest... He's a priest himself, and he'd like to bless. He likes to bless each church he visits with his holy relic, and that perks the priest right up because the priest was about to give him the boot. Now Tinkler's bowel has fallen out. Bell implores Jack to intervene, but Jack will not. Fagin tells the. Uh, we already talked about Fagin telling uh, the priest about the relic, so we'll skip ahead a bit to Bell. Knocking out the professor with the ether. <laughs> the ether was not for Tinkler. It was for the professor. Knocks him out and tells Jack to take over. He has to cut out a piece of the bowel and reconnect it. Uh, she's She needs a minute, but she comes back and, and stitches up that bowel. After the surgery, I like this a lot. This is great. <laughs> and they awake the professor. <laughs> yeah, Trading they... knowledge and experience. <laughs> and when all those fail... Instinct kicks instinct. in. <laughs> instinct, that's right. Yes, after surgery, they applaud the professor awake and tell him that he saved his friend in some sort of out-of-body experience. And Jack and Belle really bond over what they did. Jack ends the conversation by saying, what we did today was extraordinary. Yeah, I like that. Because that's going to come up later, too. Anyway... Fagin returns overjoyed. He loaned his relic to the church in exchange for five collection plates. And this was a close uh, possibility for my favorite scene, actually. Um, Wait, when, but, he, when he talks with Jack about yeah, the yeah. deal he's made, which is good for Fagin. Yeah, exactly. But Jack needs, needs the money now, though. Uh, Fagin says, I would give my own hands to save yours. But Jack says, okay, yeah, fine. Let's do it. Let's go offer it to them now. He's like, I, I did. They wouldn't take him. <laughs> in a matter of speaking i did i implied so, <laughs> that's but that's that's typical fagin right it's it's i i i would gladly give my old own hands except that you know logistically it's a that's this is an empty promise there's, it's not an option but jack rejects the possibility you've never done anything for me and fagin appeals to their shared history and hatred of that wet lettuce oliver twist so, can I ask why the Artful Dodger does not like Oliver Twist? Or is that, like, spoilery? I mean, this is... No, it's not. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> um, he blames Oliver for getting caught. That's how, it's, oh. it's how he got arrested. Because Oliver kind of... I can't remember if Oliver turned him in. I don't think he did. I think he... Like, Oliver made a mistake and, and, and it got Dodger in trouble somehow. But he paid the price. No, I, yes, I, he did. I, I get that. Happens to me all the time. Oh, does it? People make is mistakes it, and I pay the consequences. Yes. Is it me? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. All right. So let's see. Um, where did I leave? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, they have the shared hatred of Oliver, Oliver Twist, but Jack rejects their commonalities and will not let him watch as he goes down. He will not be alone. He, he tells Fagan, I will not be alone going down this time. It's not happening. Which, by the way, adds to, we already talked about your favorite scene, when Fagan prays to God for Jack. But yep. Jack's statement to this to Fagan, saying, if I go down, you're coming down with me, makes me think he's almost praying for himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. oh, you talk, oh yeah. Fagan, you mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he definitely was. He definitely was. Whether whether it was because of this or it was because, you know, Monks is going to kill him if he oh, doesn't yeah, get Dodgered. Yeah. Jack, yeah. Fair. Yeah. So it, I definitely think it's he's praying for himself, for sure. <laughs> anyway. All right. Smales and Fanny have a poetry reading slash harp party to which Belle is late, but she feels extraordinary so she's she's quoting what jack said at her mother here what we did today was extraordinary are you okay yes i'm extraordinary this reminds me of something in watchmen does it maybe maybe it's just this extraordinary being maybe that's all Could be. phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> we covered watchmen people the tv yeah. series and read and read the graphic novel 
Absolutely. That's a much shorter read than Oliver Twist, in fact. <laughs> Not paid <laughs> per the word. No, you'll get through that much faster. All right. And it has pictures. Uh, it does. It pictures. Really, really interesting ones, yeah. All right, Jack leaves Hetty in bed. So apparently there's a thing you know that they have between them, and Hetty says, you know, are you ever going to spend the whole night with me? So I don't know. Hetty might, uh, Hetty might be uh, not okay with Belle being around if those two start to get too close, <laughs> which I'm assuming they will. Fagin convinces the priest to lie with the relic while he takes over. Now, did you notice when the priest kisses the relic, he coughs? <laughs> Yeah, just a symptom of tuberculosis. <laughs> so he may have just given this priest tuberculosis. Oh boy! Anyway, Fagin, here's Captain Gaines' confession. He's he's worried about leaving his wife alone for three days while he collects a hundred soldiers' pay. That's exciting to Fagin. So he tells Jack, who's not keen on the idea, about his plan. What choice does he have, though? So Fagin gets a strong laxative from Tim, and then we get that scene that we've already talked about. Now, the next morning, they sneak out. and uh, So, I'm sorry, we get the scene where Darius and uh, Peggy get down with it. Uh, And the next morning, Fagin and Jack sneak out. Fagin takes Darius's watch along the way. They can't blackmail Darius without getting caught themselves, or they can't turn him in anyway. Fagin got a couple of pounds from the collection plate, and Tim made an artificial magic trick apparatus for Darius, it turns out. Well, Jack and Fagin now have a plan. He says, Jack sends Fagin to make those two pounds look like 26 pounds, and he asks Timmy to tell him about this apparatus he made for Darius. Then we get Fagin's prayer, so we'll skip ahead to, oh no, the, the next scene is the the scam, the poker game. <laughs> on the way out Fagin thinks that he saw the passion and fire in Jack's eyes and Jack does admit it was fun but now he's all finished and Jack returns to the hospital to find Belle tending to a dying tinkler there's nothing they can do though except hold his hand and see him into the next life just so, like in the flashback I, I just want to note that I didn't know his name so I did give him a nickname which is kind of mean in retrospect <laughs> oh boy I named him Bowel Boy. Bowel Boy. Terrible. (laughs) Didn't know his name. Awful. Okay. In a back alley, Fagin meets monks. They'll have Dodge in their dark embrace and make a move on the ochre. Or okra. I can't. I don't know how you say that. When Fagin says so. So, uh, do you know what okra is? No idea. I think it's a dye. If I'm... Well, I'm still trying to get into an industry here. I guess. Um, I always thought that it was like I, I thought it, I thought it was like a plant or something, but um, I, I that's what he said. So I, maybe it's a maybe it's a dye. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe it's like a code um, word for some drug. It could be. It could be. Well, I thought it was like a plant, and and they had already referred to. Oliver as the wet lettuce. So I thought maybe they were going to be making a play on Oliver. But I, I, I'm not sure uh, what this means. It, it might mean a pigment of some kind. But anyway, Fagin says we have to wait. We're going to go when I say so because there are still some old wounds that need healing. So there you have it. That is the end of the episode. It was a pretty good episode. I, I, it's a fun ride. I'm, I think so. I'm curious what's going to happen next now that well, it looks like Jack's going to be back in the game, right? Uh, He's probably got on the itch, and I think he's going to keep doing whether whether Fagan guilts him into it or something else necessitates it, or he just has the uh, urge to one way, or maybe Fagan's going to blackmail him, but one way or another, he's using his skills. I mean, for sure. It's an inevitability. I mean, that's an inevitability along with Jack and Belle getting romantic. At some point, yes. Yeah, absolutely. These are inevitabilities. I believe so, yes. As is Thanos. Okay. (laughs) Sure. All right, I guess it's time that we check the time. TV time! Ain't no time like a TV time! 
Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what do you think the folks who use TV time gave this episode? Oh, a five. They easily gave us a five. Yeah, 72%. 72? 72. Yes. All right, that's not too so, shabby. How about these characters? I believe that you and the users said Jack. I think you said Fagan and the user said Jack. You got me right. I'll always say Fagan unless he's just like not in the episode. So it's going to be easy, very easy for you. Like uh, the Sawyer fan club from Lost. I am the Sawyer. I'm the Fagan fan club. It's true. <laughs> um, and the users did say Jack. Eighty-one percent said Jack. I also said Jack. Yeah, of course it makes sense. I don't think. <laughs> it makes sense, I don't of th- course. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I don't think Prof is a votable character here. So. How he was so funny, though, the professor. He was. He was very funny. I actually don't know his name either, other than Prof. They, they say, I wrote it down. They did. It say, is, yeah, it's, it's somewhere. It is Reigns. No, no, that's his assistant. Yes. Alistar McGregor. There you go. There you go. There you go. go, listeners. If you're wondering what his name was, Alistar. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so we have come to the point in the series that I, where I have not seen anymore. So I, I, I don't know what's coming. So it could all go downhill from here. It could. It very well could. So It could turn into like Breaking Bad 2.0. It could do that too. That would okay. be going the other way, couldn't it? Wouldn't it? Could. <laughs> so, could. Definitely could. We don't know. We don't. But we'll find out. We'll, we'll take the next step next week when we cover episode three, Dead Men's Secrets. But in the meantime... Listeners, please feel free to email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us how much you're loving the series or hating it. That's fine, too. Uh, probably won't get uh, mentioned on the air because we are covering, we are recording this well before we drop it. Uh, check out the other series that we have going on right now, opposite this one. It's Netflix Bodies. So we're almost done with that, actually. We are, we are just having... Uh, the recap is dropping this week, or maybe it has already dropped. I guess it's already dropped this week. So we're just wrapping that up. So watch Bodies on Netflix, listen to our coverage, and, and we'll take it from there. Please spread the podcast around. Tell your friends and neighbors. Tell your coworkers. Post it on social media. Follow, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. We do very much appreciate it. Give us those five-star ratings and reviews. We appreciate those maybe the most. So, I don't know. Arguably, we, uh, I Arguably. don't know. Share it with it's your close. enemies. <laughs> Sharing it with other people is probably on par or better than giving us those five star ratings and reviews. But, Kurt, anything you'd like to add before we sign off here? You're making me end this podcast. I'm I'm making you. Yeah, I I want to keep going on and talking more about this episode, but you're making me end this episode. Oh, hey, if you want to, we can talk more. What else do you want to say? Well, you forced my hand. okay well folks know you are loved you see before you a changed man i am growing shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day